FMX Network production. A series of the most exciting action imaginable. Welcome to the Leanne Re-Raceables presented by Maxis Tires, Scott Goggles, and Pro Taper. Mathis and Weege revisit the instant classics from yesteryear, spotlighting those historic moto moments that simply never grow old. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Lee at Re-Raceables podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for telling a friend. Leeat.com for more information on what those guys got going on. You know where, where's Leeat? The Smart Top Moto Concepts team, they wear Leeat. And uh, so please check those out. They From head to toe, they're covered. Uh, if you want a code um, for, for the Leeat guys, just email us using the contact form on Pulp. We'll send you a code. You can save some money at Leeat.com. Thank you t- as well as to uh, ProTaper, Maxis, and Scott Goggles. Different people ride for different reasons, yet there's a common denominator that binds everyone who puts their body on the line for the sheer enjoyment of it. And this is what Liat offers as a brand. They make protective wear, helmets, goggles, riding gear, knee braces, boots, neck braces. They got it all. Uh, they, got, they cover you from head to toe, and they really stand for a promise of things to come. They are in the business of making sure that you have the confidence and the equipment to push yourself faster, harder, and further than you thought you could go. Visit them at Liat.com. Thank you to ProTaper. The ACF bar is out. It is the lightest one and one eighth handlebar on the market today. It's aluminum, and then it's carbon fiber on the ends. The first carbon fiber reinforced aluminum handlebar for motocross. They got the carbon core system, uses lightweight and exceptionally strong unidirectional carbon fiber cores to reinforce the aluminum tubing and safely reduce its wall thickness in key areas. ProTaper.com. Zach Osborne used ProTaper to win a lot of championships for the Rockstar and G.S. Gavarna team, as well as Star Racing Yamaha using ProTaper now. Eli Tomac. As we do this podcast, looking very, very good in 450 Supercars using ProTaper chains, sprockets, and bars. And so thank you to those guys, Maxis and Scott Goggles. We'll talk about more about those guys later in the show. But uh, let's do the Liat Re-Raceables. Let's get into it. The race we have chosen is 2006 Bud's Creek MX race. Uh, lots to get into when it comes to this race. Joining me on the line here to talk about this race, it's Jason Wagon. What's up, Weege? Yeah, it's special happening. edition. Yeah, special edition. Mm-hmm. We don't excited. we don't break these things out all the time for special editions, but when we have a, a, an iconic race like this uh, to talk about, we have the uh, man infamous. in studio. I think the word is infamous. Yeah, I think that's iconic. a better word. That's, iconic was not yes. okay. Choice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Zach Osborne, welcome, buddy, to the Leet Reraceables. Thank you, thank you. So we're gonna touch. We're gonna keep it more to two fifties than four fifties for this edition. Uh, but we're doing the Leet. We got the Leet Reraceables categories as well coming up. Uh, 2006 series, Zach. Um, I mean, I think in a way, like without putting too much of um, without being too uh, hyperbole here, this race changed your life. Yeah, uh, without a doubt. I right? Mean, yeah. Um, had I won that moto, things could have looked very differently. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of glad in the end that I didn't because the journey that I've had is amazing yeah. and I'm completely stoked with where I'm at now and my career. Yeah. Um, but looking back, it was definitely a huge, like, oh, crap moment for <laughs> for me. So let's set the stage here. 2006, Bud's Creek. Weege, what are you doing? Where are you at? What's going on with you? 
I was in the announcer's tower. I think it was myself and Robo, Robo Rob, Rocket Rob. Ro- uh, yeah, yeah. Robo Rob was probably there. He shooting. was, yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it was in the announcer's tower, Rob Bidas, maybe Tim Cotter, some combination like that. Um, this is also a huge race for uh, Alessi Villapoto, which we'll get into, so I remember it well. Yep. Um, yes, so it's remembered actually for two things, all in the same, all at the same time practically, too. Yeah, this is yep. the uh, uh, third race of the Nationals for you, Zacco. For me, yeah. yeah for you. Uh, Alessi's coming in as a points leader. Villapoto's rookie year. He'd raced a little bit at the end of the previous year. Uh, and then Alessi was leading the 250 class. You were a KTM rider. A much-hyped KTM rider from when I was on the KTM team in 2000, 2001. We all heard about you coming. Zach Osborne's our savior. He's the first born and bred KTM, you know, right from the womb up rider. And I know they were excited for you, and I know they were waiting for you. You weren't on the factory team, though, at this point. You were like a support guy. Yeah, it was like a a weird transitional year where I was going to race A, didn't race A, race Daytona, we don't really know what to do here, so we're going to give you everything, but you're going to race kind of out-of-your-box van yeah. sort of deal. And were um, you okay with that? Yeah, I yeah. was. I wanted to be on the team, and actually, after Daytona, I think nobody expected me to do anything at Daytona, and I actually did quite well, made the main out of the heat mm-hmm. race, huge crash in the first corner, all that stuff. 14th, but, yep. Yeah. Um, somebody was hurt. I don't know if it was – I think I think it was like Marmot, uh, J-Rod um, – one of those guys yep. was hurt, yep. and they were thinking about putting me on the team. But at that time, there was a bunch of restrictions with Red Bull and age okay. and that stuff. And yep. I was only just fresh sixteen. Yep. And they were like, "No, we can't. We can't do that. We're going to keep you where you're at, right? Doing your own thing, out of your box, fan. It's a little less pressure, right. but you're going to have all the good stuff." So, uh, we. So I was at KTM in 2001 with Kelly Smith. We were crushing. The East Coast Four Stroke National Series. Perhaps you remember, it was the talk of the uh, of the sport at the time. Uh, oh, no doubt. Yeah, and so Kelly and I went undefeated that year, like Ricky, like James. Uh, mm-hmm. But Zacho, you raced a couple of them on uh, maybe eighties, maybe sixties. I don't even know. Oh one, what would you have been on? Oh one would have been sixties. Uh, yeah, and so 80s, yeah. you showed up a few of them. You know, we. I, I did a lot of them for a while. Yeah. Um, I think the first one I ever did you, was when my dad was part of the, okay. the team. Nobody cares about that. But do you remember? Oh one, me and Kelly Smith. No, I remember Spud Walters and Paul Carpenter much more than you and Kelly Smith. Why? Same. We, well, Same. Why? We were the East Coast champions. Yeah, but the White Brothers Hondas were just so clean and so sick. Yeah. And We were on KTM together. We were teammates. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Al, Al Biker, who uh, – Al Baker? Al Al, Al Biker. Al Biker, who yeah. helped you out a lot. Uh, he was around our box fan. You know, we knew that Zach Osborne was there. It was, a, you know, like this is What the were the races in 01? We went to uh, Kentucky. We went, that was Daniel Boone, probably. Okay, we went to um, Buds. We went to some track in Alabama. Monster Mountain, maybe? No, no. It was, uh, I don't know. I think somebody died off the start that day, actually. A racer died. Uh, that was gnarly. Um, I don't know. Anyways, yeah, so you were at a couple of these. Yeah. Here, here's my point. We were sort of teammates. You don't remember me. Thanks a lot. Yeah. But Weege, throwing it to you. What do you remember about a amateur uh, KTM rider named Zach Osborne? Oh yeah, uh, when I first started, I think the first year I went to Loretta's was oh two. I think it was the first year I went to Loretta's, and uh, Davey just assigned me as he randomly does, like here write a story about this, and then he basically tells you what to write. Um, so I think it was like ten amateurs to watch. He's like, you were there, you saw what happened. Write about the guys to watch, <laughs> and it should be these guys. 
So it was like, tell me what you saw, but I'm going to tell you to tell everybody what you saw. Yeah. And he basically <laughs> told me what names to put on that list. And uh, I don't know why, but he said, don't put Turbo Reef on the list. I don't know why. Remember that name? Turbo Reef? Yeah, I do. I was a big Turbo yeah. Reef fan back in the day. Right. Simpson like, Gear. Turbo Reef yeah. on there. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, got it. Uh, and do put Zach Osborne on there. And I'm like, okay. So that was like, <laughs> done and done. Out why. Yes. I was like, okay, now I have to figure out why I think Osborne should be on the list after being told to put Osborne on the list. Uh, but it wasn't hard because, I mean, I think the KTM success is still uh, recent enough for KTM's just stuck out back then. You yeah. Know, it, wow. It's pretty far in the rear view, it seems now, but I think most people listening to this remember the days when. Someone winning or going fast on a KTM was like, wow, look at that. Yeah, He's on a KTM. Kelly Smith, high point winner. <laughs> I don't know. I just remember the Hondas. I mean, they were killing it. Oh, God. Those red, Did you those race against? Hondas were sick. Yeah. Did you race against Walters and Carpenter? Well, listen, I don't want to turn this into a Steve Mathis re-raceables pod. Me or Steve? No, Steve, did you beat oh. those guys, or was this well, a totally different era? I don't no. want to turn this into a Lee at Reraceables pod, but John Anderson from W remembers the day well when the West Coast champion, Spud mm -hmm. Walters, came out to the East to see if he wanted a piece of Kelly Smith and Steve Mathis. <laughs> and this was Daniel Boone, I believe. And they rolled up with their Honda, Zach, and their number one plate, and they got beat. By the, Kelly Smith. The year I'm thinking that was all one series. It wasn't. It wasn't East. No, and West well, this yet. was East West. We did two years of East West. Huh. Must have missed. Yeah, this years. was. I think uh, it was like a West Coast National Championship and an East Coast yeah. National Championship. So, it was amazing uh, how they so, framed that. So they came over to the East. Yep. John Anderson yep. and Spud, uh, and they got beat. Uh, wasn't Alan Olson part of that deal too? Uh, I don't think Alan was there yet. No, I'm pretty sure he, he was. For he Spud. was. No, he was at some point, but at this race, it was John. Okay. So you know, the big showdown was on, and uh, we worked them. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Defended. <laughs> now, let me let me get back to. Uh, okay. Let me get back to Zacho. Yes, Here's please thing, do. Zacho, you were definitely a big name, but uh, I feel like. Some years you were really good, Loretta's like maybe like that last mini bike year. No, there, were, years, there weren't any good like years at Loretta's. Work out, right? So uh, in 2004, that was my only championship. Uh, I was set to race RV. We had some sick battles the week before at Ponca. I think I won a couple championships. He won a couple championships, or maybe he won them all. I don't remember, but I was way closer because for me, I was a year under RV and Alessi. So like if I could race with those guys and be there, that was like big for me you know i wasn't really expected oh. to beat him um and the week before at ponca we had some really good battles at a big crash in the last moto while leading um and then rv crashed in practice at loretta's so i won i, I should have won both titles that year i won the 14 to 15 mod and then i went 191 in super mini and got third or something um okay but it's weird though that you only have one title there yeah i mean i don't good. know how many seconds i have i probably have eight or nine seconds so 2006 you're supposed to be a mix of amateurs and pros you rode hangtown sixth place in moto one 34th in moto two i i crashed uh on the one of the first laps like really early in the moto and um at that time the hydraulic clutch still had like that strap thing you know it was like a, a one bolt like the perch was yeah. one bolt yeah. in the bottom with yeah. the flap thing right. that folded down. Yep. It broke that right. off, and then my clutch was flopping all over the place, so I didn't finish the motor. Okay, next mo next race for you was Southwick 39-20. Yeah, yarded myself, nearly died on the first lap of the first moto. 
Um, at that time, it was going. Uh, let's see. I think they changed it by then, right? It was going the opposite of what it was last year. Yeah, left. So yeah. Um, left out of the first turn. Yeah, left out of the first turn, and then up around the top. Yep. And then when you drop down into that like center bit before the yep. Buckley berm, mm-hmm. uh, I swapped out going up that hill and like obliterated myself so, almost into that tree. And then yes. Okay, so so going through those first two nationals for you, 14th at Daytona to make your pro debut. Mm-hmm. You're out of a box van. Good bike though. Right? Yeah, good bike. Uh, you know, Weege. I would look at this as a media guy and be like, hey, man, sixth and a crash. Okay, he's a kid. Uh, bad crash in the first moto, 20th in the second moto at Southwick. Like, yeah. no panic, nothing to be alarmed here. Oh, right? no, absolutely. Right. I, yeah. I, didn't remember, I don't remember that sixth, right. but that's really good. Yeah. Absolutely. It was yeah. a legit sixth, too. Like, it wasn't yeah. a bunch of guys crashing. I think I right. started maybe 10th or so. I, I don't really remember, but yeah. I, it was a good sixth. It wasn't like I got a gift handed to me, you know? Yeah, yeah. So you're wearing Fox gear. You're, you're uh, 168 yeah. uh, at this point. Um, and now we come into the Liat Reracibles race. Buzz well, Creek. before that, okay. before we get into that, Yep. so I crashed big at Southwick. Um, then got 20th. Got 20th in second moto. Crashed out of the first moto. Got 20th in second moto. And then when we went to the next race was actually high point, and I crashed uh, on Friday, amateur day, riding, and broke my thumb. Okay. That was when you could still do that. Like, yeah. you could race on Friday. Right. You could race all weekend, basically. They still had the Saturday qualifiers mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, racing amateur day and um, fell and put my thumb out and had, like, a, I think it's called an avulsion fracture where the tendon pulls your bone away. So I didn't race high point to give it a little bit of time and then i i want to say there was a week off or something no zacho uh, as we find out in these late erasables pod <laughs> memories memories, memories are skewed so okay. southwick was the week before bud's creek so you must have done high point after high hangtown and then hurt your thumb okay it, either and then way came into southwick with a bad hurt. thumb okay yeah that right. sounds more right yes. sorry i knew it was in there somewhere yeah, yeah. so you've you come into southwick with a bad thumb yeah and then crashing the right. first moto that didn't help things yep. and then yeah buds creek do you feel like looking back at this before we get into buds do you feel like everything was going to plan do you remember any sort of there was of no panic? plan okay <laughs> there was no plan uh like looking back now right knowing what it takes to be a yeah. guy yeah not even the guy but a, a guy, guy yeah. like a top 10 guy i don't know what we were thinking <laughs> like it's like whoa like <laughs> okay and and at that time obviously everything was different yeah. the training the yeah. the riding the everything so i gotta kind of give a little bit of credit there but also it was definitely like what what were we thinking okay um Weege, this is uh this is villa poto rookie year and alessi who's came in a year earlier these guys are continuing their uh battles up front right now yeah so we've got yeah. two stories here we'll yeah. get into zach's uh, uh epic or infamous or whatever word you want to use first moto uh but then we also end up having like this is probably the moment of moments between the shifting of power the transfer of power mm-hmm. between alessi and villapoto what happens at this same race as well so it's one of those weird things like you said these reversibles pod we end up forgetting if you had told me the same race where villapoto catches Alessi and takes him out, is also the Zacco fade race. I've been like, wait, really? Yeah. And then if I think about the years, yeah, it starts to make sense. But I had not put those two together uh, either. So Leah Erasables reminding us of yep. things we didn't know we forgot. Now, I just put the RV move up on uh, oh. on Instagram. 
So on my oh. story. So oh. uh, yeah. Um, right. So first that's Moto Two. Yeah, Moto Two. Uh, yeah, so we'll get there. It we'll was the there. first we'll thing I brought up when we started talking yeah, about this. Yeah, that RV cleaned yeah, right. cleaned the lessee. Uh, and we're I thought up, it was in the first, I thought it was in the same moto, but we're coming up to a little controversy in our sport in 2022, and then we look back and we're like, this would have you know also probably caused the internet to melt yeah, down. Melt down. Uh, but so oh, well, I'm sure. I mean, we did not have the internet. No, we but well, social, we didn't have sure, social media. Yeah, social. And and I guess sorry. Yep. Live TV yeah. and social all that media. Stuff. This race is on outdoor Dude, life. The message boards oh. were gnarly. The message words were gnarly. What was it then? I'm like sure Moto Talk or Moto Talk? Yeah, yeah Moto Talk yeah. would have been. Oh, I'm sure that was going off. Right. First of all, saying this Zacco kid is terrible, I'm sure, and <laughs> what take a his factory bike away. Yeah. And then something about Alessi and Villapoto. Yeah. Probably. No, yeah. Uh, absolutely right. Um, yeah, it, it it's it's something else at, at going into into this season between those two guys. Of course, uh, this is uh, Outdoor Life Network. It's Ping is color guy. Aaron Bates, pit reporter. Uh, the play-by-play is Brian Dreber. Brian Dreber, who was doing. This is also the same year we did the Brock Hepler Lee at Reracables uh, from Millville. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So we were asking. Now these guys, this the, this the late Brian Dreber, might I add. Yeah, we we the, just uh, talked about that. Um, he now, was a legendary voice in motorsports. In yeah, general, he did in my Daytona. Opinion. He did car yeah. racing. He did. I, a lot I, of I always yeah. loved to hear him announce and speak. Um, so this these guys are not live at the races. Um, they are doing it after the race, and Ping is teeing you up in this He morning. is. So, the whole time, he's, you know, playing now, to, like, hey, what's coming in now, a minute? I, now, what I didn't realize, though, until rewatching this, which is great about this podcast, is so obviously he gave you, he gave you the nickname Snack Pack, and when Ping was doing the— He didn't, okay. Oh. It was actually Wes Kane some years prior. Okay. But this was so, like the fuel on the fire. I thought, because of the fade that we'll get to in a second, that your— your snack pack came sort of like you weren't in shape. You were a little bigger boned at Always. this point. Yeah. I thought it came after this fade, but he's calling you snack pack one lap into the moto. Right. It was, which, it was, which we, did thing. you realize that? No, no. Again, I would have thought it became because of, because the fade. of right. already calling you. It, snack no, but it was literally but it was from, a West Kane thing. Well, actually Nico's dad. Okay. So we're going even further back. Yeah. It's from like when my last year on okay. super minis or whatever. Sure. It never caught fire sure. like it did until, okay. you know, so, after this. So but. he's, he's, he's letting you have it early yeah. in the moto. Now you would come on the show when Ping was doing the pulp show. You were on it as a guest and you said that at one point you were playing a flag football racer X game. And wondering if you could break his leg. No, I would not genuinely break no, his leg. No, of course but like, not. You were obviously there was some animosity yes, there. Yes, yes. But since I've been able to kind of like on the on the DL, like, hey, Ping, you know, like I talked to him a couple weeks ago, um, and I was like, hey, dude, I'm doing the broadcast this weekend. I heard you're really good at nicknames. Can you hook me up here? Like, I need some, <laughs> I need some content. Like, give right. me, give me something. But the snack bag thing was a little, yeah, a little low key animosity for a little while oh yeah yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah yeah so so knowing that and everything else going into this moto um interesting yeah okay so uh gate drops for first 250 moto and you pull the whole shot uh shorty is down in the first turn alessi's down the first turn josh grant goes down right away rv says he almost he runs over mike's legs and he almost smiles when he <laughs> says that by the way uh and hey, where'd you, you get this from where'd you get this it's in the photo, uh, data it's in the uh, the interview, the post race interview. He yeah. says like, "Yeah, I ran over Mike's legs," and yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and he then, does it on TV. Yeah, yeah and then yeah, after yeah. the second moto, after he takes him out, he's like, "Yeah, that was a little bit of payback from all the amateur hell yeah. or whatever." Yeah, yeah, yeah. RV. That I remember. Wow, yeah. I didn't remember the I ran so, over his legs. Wow. So Zacho, you grab the whole shot and you're leading. I was going to look and, at what what place I qualified because it couldn't have been. 
Uh, I can pull that up for you. Great. Yeah. So, all right, you pull the, you pull the uh, the lead. Twenty third. What do you remember? Uh, I remember being fine for a long time, like okay. really good shape. You know, yep. managing the lead and. Um, Boniface was obviously there most of the time and I remember getting to a point where I'm like man like th- something's not good like <laughs> I'm not feeling it and then it was like <laughs> an anvil fell on my head literally like I just couldn't yeah. go like we were talking about when we were rewatching earlier was- the like 15 seconds a lap you know and, yeah. and knowing what I know now to be leading past halfway you know I led eight of the 14 laps you said uh, to be leading at eight laps I have six laps to go and get barely score points 18th like knowing that gap yeah. now yeah. it's like how like how did i do that you know so you're up front your fastest lap is lap number one uh <laughs> everything's looking good now i want to give you a bit of the benefit of the doubt here and you be honest with us you break your thumb at high point are you in worse shape coming back like i wasn't in shape anyway okay so Hangtown wasn't gonna the make six it. at Hangtown. six at Hangtown. it was, was your rain- bo- was your body much different is what i was trying to no get. No, 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 okay. no 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 it was raining yep. at Hangtown. i'm I've always been a decent mud rider, yep. and it was cool. So the, okay. no, not really okay. any fitness in play. It wasn't yep. like I wasn't doing motos, but I was not doing what those yeah. guys were doing. But what I was I mean? trying to get at is maybe your. Thumb. It wasn't. Don't don't give. Okay. That. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to give. Don't me, give me that. Okay. All right. No. No breaks. Yeah. No breaks. There. Okay. So uh, yeah, Weege, he's 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 looking good. I do say the uh, the jump like after where the track hooks onto the start these days, like if people are picturing the, the left hand turn and then they hit those first jumps, you do send it unbelievable. <laughs> he he said, uh, yeah, like, I said, I'm in the lead. Yeah, I, I literally said like, oh, but almost looped out right there. <laughs> yeah, dude. But you did not feel like you you felt like you were just riding laps. You were not, you know, absolutely pinning it. Like I'm just gonna go until I blow up. Like you felt like you were riding a sustainable pace. Uh, I don't know. At that time, I didn't know what was sustainable or what, I, you know, <laughs> really what I was doing. Like, I was just going until I went, you oh. know, until it blew. So, what, okay. what happened? Okay. What, what were you, you doing? Were you, did you feel like you were riding over your head or you were just riding? No, I was I just riding. Yeah. yeah, I was yeah, just riding. That's what's amazing about it. There's that one moment where, yeah, you almost loop out. But beyond that, you're saying you weren't riding over your head. Yeah. You were just going fast enough to pull away. Right. Now, the yep. broadcast is obviously cut to fit in time. So it doesn't on the broadcast. It doesn't look like you lead eighteen to fourteen, right? You know what I mean, eight, eight to fourteen. Sorry, yeah. it doesn't look like you lead that long, but it's like you said to lead eight and get eighteenth and never crash <laughs> is tough. It's to do. hard to do. It, it's it really hard is. to do. Do you remember? So you you get passed by Boniface. Ping also says that if you're getting passed by Boniface, you're in trouble. <laughs> you have trouble. <laughs> and then like when they're passing me, he gives it the right about here. His tongue is in the rear spokes. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, sick. Right. <laughs> right. Awesome. Um, do you remember it all coming down on you and like going backwards and being like, I can't, you know, I'm, 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 I'm a superstar, like not a superstar, but you're a star amateur rider. You, you haven't lost too many races in your life. Any sorts of like any sense of panic or anything or do you? Oh yeah. I mean, I, I was just, like to that point i had really like you said i was the guy right i'd never really gotten just destroyed like that and it was definitely a tough moment um i just was i was fried like there's no 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 other way to say it like there was nothing left in the tank and then like we go back after the moto like i'm hold on we're not not getting there yet we're not getting there yet but 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 yeah so no like just nothing you can do right there was nothing nothing you could do i mean yeah 18th was my very best (laughs) You you were doing <laughs> you're doing two forty six, two forty seven, two forty nine, two fifty one lap time. 
Then you go six seconds slower the next lap after you get past. Yeah. You're six seconds slower. Then you go to three-minute range, 304s. <laughs> yeah, not good. I just looked also. You are 18 seconds off your best time. Yeah, not oh good, right? Uh, of course you're going to get 18th. But still, even that, you know, that's the only yes. way you can do it is be 20 seconds a lap slower than you were to start with. Yeah, that's phenomenal. But the, because the track was so long, like you said, yeah. the, the winner's average was 240.0. The moto was 37 minutes and 20 seconds long. Like, that doesn't happen anymore yeah. because the tracks are shorter and stuff. Yep. So yep. it was there's all kind of factors where stacked against me winning the moto you know like it, was, it just right. wasn't going to happen right, there was right. no, not even close i def i didn't have 30 minutes on me let alone 40 minutes you know yeah yeah so we we talked about rv rv uh gets caught up behind mike runs over his legs giggles to himself he ends up winning the moto uh hepler gets now this is hepler's first race back we each from what we did our lee at re-raceables yeah, yeah yeah he's killed it he and yeah. Poto basically shattered each other and passed a ton of guys uh, together and you're like dude Villapoto's right there for the title. Hepler basically stayed with him the whole mm -hmm. time. Yeah. Uh, and then third is Nathan Ramsey. Nate Dog on a uh, on a KTM. So he was on, pretty solid that year. Yeah, he was. Uh, unless he comes up to 16th. Uh, Shorty comes up to 13th. Uh, Josh Grant, who went down, comes up to 7th. You know, so, yeah, there was some, some definitely some good guys down in the first turn. Um, and and uh, uh, the track, uh, Zacho, you like the track this, this, this day. I like did, the, the, yeah, the, and I still like the track. I still like the track, mm -hmm. but I wish um, that some of those those characteristics were still there, like that off camber um, behind right. where the start is right. now, and the long downhill um, after the old finish line, like down into the woods. Um, I think that that stuff was really cool. Yeah, like those, those old iconic, you know, the the Buds Creek off camber was. Yep. A big deal, you know. And I'm guessing you'd ridden buds a bunch. No, I hadn't. Oh, actually. you hadn't. No, because okay. it's far for us. Like okay. it's five and a half, six hours, right, and right. just we never raced that direction. I, oh. I'd ridden there. I think I did one race there on a super mini, mm -hmm. and um, so otherwise, no, nothing. You get 18th from leading eight out of 14 mm. times. Tough to do. Mm. It's hard ah. to do. <laughs> it's hard to keep stats epic. on this. <laughs> But that might be without a crash to lead that many laps. I mean, can we say unofficially that this? I think this is a record. The hardest fate of all time. I, I don't know, but um, it's got to be close. So, yeah, you come in. What happens? You come in. What what goes on? Oh, I was dying. Like I was was like physically like heat stroke. Type or, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 The full deal, and um, they're like, throwing okay, up? we got to get you ready. Throwing yeah, up. throwing up the. The works. Dizzy, so it's actually all of it. Okay, that you got it. If you finished, like yeah, but I mean, right. but not. You know? No, I know. Um, so I went to the Astros unit, and they were like, "Okay, we're gonna get you." You know, the team and my yeah. parents and Al and whatever were like, "You know, we gotta get ready for the second moto." And I'm just like, "No, mm -mm, no, 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 no." Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I went to the Astros unit, got. I don't even remember how much fluid and yeah. all that stuff, and obviously was out for the second. Yeah, moto, that's it. But, Once you do that, you can't race. Right, yeah. and. Uh, but I, I was, I was like, you know, me personally, I was like, please God, just let them give me an IV so I'm done for the day. Oh really? I was like, <laughs> I didn't want, I didn't want anything else to do with it that day. Like yeah. I was done. Like, yeah. please don't put me back out there. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna get even worse, guys. I promise. I know it doesn't seem like it's possible, but it's gonna go worse. This is gonna go horribly yeah. if I get if I line up again. Um, if you can't get, uh, if you can barely get points. The way the first moto was going. I don't think you're going to get points. Yeah, moto two. exactly. I don't know what, like, 
they they acted like I was going to go out there and get some redemption. I'm like, yeah, nah, yeah. it's best if we well, just give it a miss. You said you had a good bike, but you were in a box fan. You know, was Nickel and those guys checking on you? Were you did you feel part of the team that way? Yeah, I mean, like, I was you, parked yeah, behind yeah. them. Okay, you yeah. know, just so kind of. It was a situation where the guys were suspension. Kurt Nickel, Motor people are coming over. Yeah, no, and, yeah, I, I yeah. had good stuff. Right, was, right, right. There was no question yeah. there. So do you remember Kurt saying anything to you in between motos or anything? No, you know? I don't even think it was him at the time. Okay. There was that transition period between uh, Larry oh, yeah. and him, yeah. and I'm yeah. not sh- even sure that we really had a manager right, right. at that point. But. Got KTM, and, and, you, and you, further down the road, Weege, they go to MDK. They pull out a factory race and they go to MDK. Yeah, they, you know, it's crazy got, to think that that was ten years. Yeah, ago, you know? and then they're back in. Then they come back. You know, uh, the, the bunch oh, of oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, so up and down. I mean, before this, you know, th- just three years before this, you had McGrath and then Larry Brooks. But Larry was Larry gone by the time you were there. I think 06? he quit after Supercross in 06, if I remember correctly. Right. Yeah. I mean, so many and, changes. And Heben's there for a little bit when I Heben oh, came Heben in. Oh, was the Heben, manager. There you go. Oh, Heben was the manager. I'm, I'm pretty sure okay. Heben was like the interim manager right. between. No, no, because he was there when I left because I tried to get my job back with Heben. And Maybe he, he was just there no. working. I don't remember. Yeah. So anyways, all over the place with KTM yeah. sort of management of the race team and riders. They were 250s only for a while and they're, let's get some 450 guys. And, yeah, yeah, at the time that I was racing, uh, 06, I'm pretty sure the factory team was – 250s only and then the yeah. next year they let mike and jeff race the 450 yep. outdoors or something uh, yeah. i don't remember yeah that 07 was for the outdoors when timmy won the title okay okay never mind yeah okay timmy won the title yep. mm-hmm. yeah did he yeah we don't talk about we just we, okay. we when timmy had the points lead when Stu went out at washugo timmy was points leader and i think the series ended oh nice we all right didn't it uh yeah, I mean, I, I'm won, actually, actually. Seriously. interesting. I forgot a guy who was out. Uh, I just watched an interview in between modes. Oh, interview Grant Langston. Dumb. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you remember him. Uh, nope, uh, nope, not familiar. No? Oh, no. okay. Um, Timmy, Timmy won the title? All right. Uh, by the way, um, the fact that GL never won an outdoor title for Peyton on bikes that were blatantly better than everybody else is is an amazing feat. He 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 got hurt at Vegas press day. Then he did his knee in when he slammed Alessi the, the year before, the year after, whenever that was. Um GL like sporadically come back and then just like win races. Yeah, and, win a title. And, yeah. and just come back and win. It was unbelievable. He's a two time two fifty supercross champion for Mitch yeah. and then never won the outdoors and was balls fast. <laughs> yeah. GL is I love GL's stat that, you know, like I've won races in all four two fifty supercross. No. Four fifty supercross. No. Two fifty no. the outdoors. He never won a four fifty supercross. Oh he, yeah, but he won a, a world championship and a GP, yeah. so that kinda makes it fun. You are one of what do we say? We each nine guys to win ever, to win a GP and then everything over here. Wow! Did we figure that out? Yeah, we did. I think we figured wow. it out. There one was, of nine or eleven guys. Yeah, yeah, not too many guys. There's not many guys that have won four all four classes here. No like races. Yeah, no. Um, but uh, anyways, getting to this race. So you're out for the day. Yeah. What do you remember? Down after- for the count is what I am. <laughs> what do you remember about? the the day the next the night the night of after the race or anything do you remember oh i just remember like everyone in my family being like what now like (laughs) where do we even go from here you know and i had a lot of issues i had chronic fatigue asthma like there was you know it just uncovered like a pandora's box of issues for the next two years really really the rest of this this opened it this yeah because we saw you know tomac got heat stroke and took a long time to come back from it dino like once you do this, once you overheat yeah, well, yourself. Well, mine was extreme because like I was not in shape 
and I did this yep. and all these other things. You know, yep. it was like and, 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 so, and, and. I don't know if that – I imagine the next week was off. There's no race. And then you get 26th at Red Bud, 24th at Unadilla, 39th at Thunder Valley. The, the, the train is off the tracks. At Thunder Valley, <laughs> I remember uh, b- before the motos, we didn't take the box van there. They took my bike. And I slept from, like, after practice. Um, they woke me up because they were like, hey, it's time for the first moto. And I was like, I'm just going <laughs> to lay right here. Like, yeah. You guys can have it. I'm th- whatever happens, yeah. happens. And yeah. then, and that's when they were like, okay, something's really wrong here. Like, let's, yeah. let's get the, him some help. The train is off the tracks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, it was <laughs> off the tracks at, Re- at Bud's Creek. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No one realized no, it yet. And no one got back. The train never right. got back yeah. on. Um, and, and, you know, at this point, uh, people who don't know you, people like me, People like Weege maybe are like this kid's a you know he's yeah. a wash like one, or, the, yeah. one and done or right. bust or whatever right. I don't know what race it was, uh, but I remember checking in with you. It could have been Bud's Creek because you. I, I doubt you were doing interviews to anyone because you were probably out of it. So at some race that summer, I remember talking to you after it, and because uh, you always were, I'll, I'll admit, even you know when, at a very young age, I feel like you were very good with the media. Um, so first of all, you even knew my name, which is always shocking. Um, like. You would call me Weege, even when you were like 16 at the time, which most riders have no clue what's going on. And I remember interviewing you about, you were saying you were hypo, hypoglycemic? Is that the term? Yeah, it's basically like the opposite of diabetic. Right, so you have a sugar issue, right? Yeah. Some sort of sugar there problem? Was, like I said, it was literally a Pandora's box of drama. But here's what's yeah. hilarious. You are telling me that you have a problem with sugar, and while you're telling me this, you are sucking on a lollipop. For sure. Why wouldn't you be? <laughs> now, now we made fun of this. As soon as I was done, I went back to my buddies, and we made fun of you behind your back. That's okay. did not mention A lot of people did, I'm sure. Yes. When I typed out the interview, I did not mention that you had a lollipop. I, I protected the innocent. But some of my buddies are like, maybe if you're hypoglycemic, they're telling you to get more sugar. Well, and that was doing it on purpose. That was Is kind that of true? the thing. Yeah, like it was trying to just keep it up, you know? keep my sugar up which is you know like chocolate bars too yeah snickers whatever. <laughs> okay no but i just remember the hilarity of you being like i don't know man i don't know what's going on i just have a problem with the sugar in my body we just can't figure it out yeah well i mean obviously i had no clue of what was going on truly <laughs> and, and we just like what the For hell sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like how many licks it take to get to the center of this lollipop yeah that's funny i, I mean it doesn't surprise me at right all, but. right um, but it was most likely a cherry charms blow pop, just in case you were wondering. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So you know, you just never, you never get back better. You lead these laps, and that is it for the summer for you. Yeah. yeah. That is it for the summer, and then I hired um, uh, Jeff Spencer mm-hmm. after the summer. Oh boy. And that didn't really help things. Just never, it never got better. And did he have the? Did you have? Did he have you doing the bud z- bug zapper and the grounding of your no, cars? And, and he wasn't that gnarly. Okay. That, I mean, he was maybe for Chad and those guys. Yeah, yeah. And I think he had, hmm, K Dub and. Did you have the pyramid Ferry for maybe? you? Did you have the pyramid? Would you put your feet on the pyramid and you, you drove the pyramid? No. Okay. None of that. Okay. I was obviously on the discount program. Yeah, I you guess. probably were. Yeah. <laughs> um, you didn't get driving the pyramid thing. No. Yeah. Okay. Um. I'm trying Did to think. He, I'm he thinking had, Spencer, so he's working with some of the elite athletes in the world. Right. He had uh, Chad. To your case, is he like, whoa? <laughs> yeah. What size, yeah. What size pant were you back then? 30, same as I am now. Oh. Yeah. I wasn't. You look like you were. I'm way less like thin than I do now. Really? Yeah. Wow. What? 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 Yeah. You look. 
rounder. Yeah, I was just out of shape. <laughs> yeah. You know? Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, the the end of 07 summer was the skinniest I ever was, which was like 157 or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, but the, in 06, I would have yeah. weighed like 175 or something. Yeah. Huh. Uh, Lee at Re-Raceables, Lee at com. If you want a code, please send us an email using a contact form at pulpmex.com. Uh, I can dial you in with those guys. Uh, of course, the Lee at guys, uh, they have a lot of stuff for you. The, the uh, Lee at Innovation and Safety is the name of the game. The helmets are a testament to that. Every helmet features 360-degree turbine technology that reduces forces associated with concussion and multiple density impact foam to reduce head and brain injuries. they got goggles, of course. Uh, they've got uh, uh, Team Solitaire running their stuff. Motor Concepts, of course. FNH Kawasaki uh, over there in the MXGP series. Thanks to folks at Max's Tires, of course. Max's Tires uh, used by SGB riders uh, Kate Clayson, Alex Ray, uh, Jace Kessler, uh, Luke Nice. Um, did I get everybody on that team? I think I think that's it. Uh, Maxis.com, great mountain bike tires as well. Please check those guys out. Light truck, t- tr- luck, light truck trailer tires as well. Red leather, yellow leather. What? Red leather, yellow leather. Red leather, yellow leather. It's a TV thing. Maxis.com. Uh, Scott goggles too. Our buddy Johnny knows he likes these things. Scott Sports have been providing the best in goggle technology in all motorsport disciplines for over 50 years. Scott is the global leader in innovation, technology, and design. They've always been there to support racers like Brock Hepler and Ryan Villopoto going 1-2 in Bud's Creek First Moto. Not supporting Zach Osborne this year. Uh, Pro Circuit, Caleb Russell, Jason Anderson, Chad Ween, and Walker Fowler choose the quality product and support from Scott. Scott is excited to relive iconic moments in the sport with this Re-Raceables podcast. Iconic moment. That's what the, the read says. So this must be an iconic moment. I guess it is for somebody. <laughs> so, uh, so Zacho, uh, yeah, Bud's Creek 06, um, not not great. Um, it's amazing. Uh, we can talk about the results a little bit here, uh, but let's get more into. So 2000, 2006, train is off the tracks. Yep. Come in 2007, uh, Supercross 7, 9th, and then it kind of goes south for you in there. Outdoors. I, I had some more 7ths in there. Not according to the vault. And uh, and then outdoors is, I mean, you're not fading terribly, but you only ride. I still was not. You well. ride five nationals for the year. Well, I was. So you're never you're never right. No, I was not even close to right. Um, so, Supercross, I had some massive, massive crashes, like in the at at the races. Never yeah. crashed, you know, kind of yeah. off the at out of the races, but at the races, it seemed like every weekend during practice, I was just yarding it first lap first race uh it was atlanta and the start straight was down the middle it went clockwise so you left down the first lane right there was like a small set of whoops down the bleachers and it had like a tiny little dog leg to the triple Mm -hmm. so alessi hole shots to practice this first like first free practice yeah alessi hole shots to practice leninovich is right behind him i'm right behind leninovich well we go through the whoops and um alessi jumps the triple Billy pulls up, so I go like a little bit left. Okay, a little bit, and obviously didn't account for the little bit of dog leg that yeah. it had. Oh, jump on the tough blocks. That's when they were still on the triple landing, and just destroy the bike, like <laughs> destroyed the bike. Um, another one that sticks out to me was Dallas that year. Uh, that was the old Dallas Stadium. Yeah, and it pissed rain like big time. So the middle was yeah. saturated. Yep, the outside was um dry. super dry. And I remember cross riding going up the face of the triple, landing in between the lanes. And, you know, because it was raining, mm-hmm. they hadn't really, like, finished the middle of the lanes. Mm-hmm. Just 
yard sale. You know, landed yeah. in the boulders, yeah. chunks, boom, done. Um, didn't make the main at Daytona that year. Dungeon, I, I think we were fifth and sixth in the LCQ or, you know, yeah. right around qualifying, but we both missed the main at Daytona. Um, wow. Didn't make the main at so, uh, the shootout. At this point, Weege, this amateur kid from KTM is not working out. No, and and I I knew about the lollipops, so I was you know <laughs> yeah. suspicious as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, 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 of your, making this happen. Your radar was up, right? Your radar yes. was up. Um, yeah, and you know I don't want to cue Steve on a rant here because we already talked about four stroke nationals, so I feel like we've given you the floor <laughs> enough, Steve. But these teams notoriously, they don't give their riders much rope. They just they, the, the patience is notoriously thin, so that doesn't help. No. Exactly. No. Well, you know, this is this is my Justin Buckaloo theory, and and the Zach Osborne theory is the Zach Osborne theory is a little off for the Justin Buckaloo theory, but it's similar. Okay. Just Yamaha spends hundreds of thousands of dollars to to give support to Justin Buckaloo. The kid comes into pro, wins a Supercross, has some injuries. Two years they cut him. It's like it's this stock. That looks like it could pay off, but nope, sorry. It still happens today. I'll, we're we're clipping you. And although, Zach, you didn't win a race like Buckaloo, you know, they had spent yeah. all this money on you and all this time and then just see you later. Well, I had you know? I had a genuine two-year deal, Yeah. Um, which did not include 06. Was, that was like a transition year for me. Yeah. And it was 07, 08. And yep. then they knew, obviously, that they were transitioning into – the MDK thing, and they needed to kind of thin things out, and you so, know there was all those issues. At so that they time. told you after Glen Helen '07, yeah, you were out. Yeah, and what about your second year, your deal? Me, eh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, eh. just gone. Just Bobby Reagan did. Yeah, they just Bobby Reagan did. I mean, it was just yeah, it was gone. Yeah, they took you out to dinner after Glen yeah. Helen. BJ's, BJ's. Yeah, you got a pizuki. Yeah. for dessert. Yeah, and they probably were like, okay, this kid ordered the dessert. Yeah, dessert, I'm, so. my dad was with me. Um. And it was me, my dad, Kurt Nickel. I want to say Casey Lytle was there because mm-hmm. he was the team manager. Okay. T- uh, or no, he wasn't Something. the team manager. He yeah. was. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember yeah. the whole program. But and Dirk, Dirk was here at that time. Dirk Grubel, who runs mm-hmm. the MXGP team now. Um, and yeah, it was just kind of like uh, after the race that day, we they were like, hey, we're, we're you know we're gonna go to dinner, and we're like, okay, whatever, and I. You know, there was whispers of what was happening, yeah. what was coming, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we went there to dinner, and it was extremely awkward. Like, <laughs> we ordered food, and then they did this, and then it's like, You're eat- so we going <laughs> to eat this food eating? or what? <laughs> yeah. You're like, just, can we get it to go? Yeah, I just remember being like a ball of nerves because my dad was fuming because we had put so much time and effort into the KTM yeah. thing. and owning yeah. the shop yeah, you blah, 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 you, blah, you, like oh, you were on and on. Ownership of dealership, owner of a dealership. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, it was it was dicey. Like, I just remember my dad being furious, you know? Yeah. And um, I we just, like, at one point, it was like, okay, we're leaving. Yeah. <laughs> and we just left. I don't even remember, like, if I put money down or my dad put money yeah. down or what. But we Did you finish like, the meal? I don't remember, but okay, I, yeah. I didn't care about the meal. Right. Like, I don't care what I ordered. Just, yeah. You literally yeah. had been with KTM Take me for, in and out. Let's go, Dad. For, uh, this was 2007. You've been with KTM for 10 years or whatever. Well, yeah. yeah. Like uh, we've talked about before, my dad was part of the, the KTM team back in 97. 98, yeah. 98. Yeah. And then so that started the shop, which was 99. Right. And, you know, so it was yeah. a long, long standing deal. 
and just see you later. Now, yeah. your results weren't good, so no, they weren't. Yeah. They weren't yeah. factory yeah. worthy, but right. like, right, you know, a deal's a deal, and yeah. we just felt like they yeah. just kind of crapped on it or whatever. <laughs> I mean, if you know you're not going to make any money, I'd be I'd be taking the free meal. Like I, I would, <laughs> I, I would have made sure that I got that meal for free. It's the last thing they're going to do for you monetarily. Yeah, yeah it's super unfortunate, Weege, that last week you got a free breakfast and then you wasted that five dollars on losing a bet this weekend. Yeah, tough, tough, yeah, tough thanks, break. Cade. Um, so, Thanks. and this leads you into a Yamaha Troy deal in 08 yeah. where you ride for no money. Yeah. It was a free deal. Right. Um, I, I just yeah. basically got a bike and right. stuff and, and, and then you go to Europe Yeah, and your career changes. It was, yep. um, you're sleeping in a tent. The, so the YOT deal, um, I don't really remember all the exact details, but I, I definitely was on no money at one point. Um, I had even offered to pay for the mechanic you know pay a mechanic yeah. just to have a, a ride you know what i mean yeah um because that was going to be cheaper than trying to do it by myself right right um but they didn't end up doing that i ended up just being you yeah. know no salary you, just kind of and your results aren't good yeah you broke your wrists or you hurt your wrist or something first first supercross i was ripping like yep. riding really good uh second in second in the heat race and um clipped the tough blocks and endoed broke my shoulder blade okay. completely clean through bad yep. deal like eight weeks off yep um, during that eight weeks is when I met, um, Ash Kane from the team, the Dixon team, yep. um, that I ended up on. And, um, then the first outdoor race, uh, I think it was in somewhere in the top 10, uh, in the first moto at Glen Helen mm -hmm. and crashed and broke my wrist. And, okay. um, that was when Jeez. the YOT thing was kind of folding up and then they got Brownie yeah. to ride the bike. They were a mess. They were a mess. And J-Law was doing whatever he did, you know, and, um, they got Brownie to ride the bike, and then it was like, hey, guys, I'm ready to ride again. Yep. And they were like, well, we don't really have a bike for you to ride. Like, Brownie's riding the bike right now. And I'm like, no, that's not how this works. <laughs> so at the time, I still had a cast on. And um, I rode, like, I want to say maybe three or three to five times. Cut my cast off. Rode, like, three to five times. Yep. Flew to England. And, yeah, that was that's the story. The the 06 Bud's Creek, I mean, you know, you get the six like we talked about at Hangtown. Things are going okay. Yeah. I, I mean, it just never for for, for – it, it followed for, me for a long time. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. all the way – Yep. Realistically, like all the way till 2012, I mean, yeah. for for the yeah. most part. I mean, there, Weege, there's no nobody – none of us sitting here USA stateside seeing Zach Osborne get a ride in MX2 for – Or like caring, right? Well, not no one thinking you're coming ever back. You're yeah. ever coming back. Yeah. Like nobody does. You know. Well, I didn't it, either. <laughs> whether it was uh, Hamblin or Scott Sheik yeah. or or a Dement, you know, they go to Europe and then they just yeah. fade away. That's what happens to guys like you. Yep, exactly. You're right. Right. We each, right? Yeah, the only yeah. difference is though, uh, you know, I it happens <clears throat> in in regular sports when you're a top draft pick, you just carry that he was a good draft pick mentality and you know, aura almost. So I thought, I did think to myself, well, okay, he clearly wasn't in shape. Uh, and honestly, when some of these fast amateurs aren't in shape, you think of it because they're like, oh, they, they had too much handed to him. I didn't know anything about you, Zacho. But you think like, maybe, you know, this proves like, oh man, this is going to be hard. And then they get in shape. It makes them work harder. I mean, apparently you had talent. I think we all knew that. So there was a thing in the back of my mind thinking, well, maybe he wasn't in shape. Maybe he wasn't working hard enough. This will definitely scare him into maybe working harder. And we know he has talent. So if he got in shape and he has this talent that we know he has, maybe he'd be good. 
Now, I know there's a big obstacle. Very rarely do guys come back. But we, I mean, we had at least gotten to the point where if you were winning in Europe, teams would think about it. Uh, that's a big step to go to winning from where you were. But I, I had it in the back of my mind. I'm like, oh, he was supposedly fast. He just wasn't in shape. What if he gets in shape? Couldn't it work? You were one of the few, I would say, Weech. I agree. Yeah, we just, there's, there's just Weech no. trying to cover for the shit talking on the lollipop. Yeah, the lollipop thing. He's <laughs> just trying to back himself up right. here. Yeah. I, I remember when first you First round draft picks always carry an extra aura in any sport. But I really wasn't like, a first round draft pick. Our system. I What's wasn't that? a first round draft pick. Like, the Loretta's no. 05. I don't know if you were there in 05. Oh, he was. Were you? Oh, yeah, the Dungier. Yeah, the Dungier. So, like. Should have won. Yeah, both of those titles, I should have won. I, I won both first motos, crashed yeah. in both second motos, but was still, I think I went 1-3 in each. I don't, maybe 1-3, 1-2, I don't remember. But either way, I had the driver's seat going into the third moto in both of them and didn't win either of them, got second in both of them. And that was kind of, that started a big, like, mental shift, hardship for me, like, letting those titles go and... <clears throat> It was just a bad deal, really. That that was probably as much of my failure as a as a you know a younger pro would be. I would pin on a Loretta's O five than even wow not not the not the same level just because of yeah. the snack pack thing and it being on TV and you know all the stuff that goes with that. But from a from, definitely from a mental perspective, Loretta's O five was much harder on me than. Than Bud's Creek 06. Like, honestly, when we left Bud's Creek 06, I was like, oh, well, it's over. Like, I'm never going to get a ride again, you know? Wow, that's amazing. What we're learning on this Lee at Raceables is how one race here and there can change everything. So, this Bud's Creek, that haunts you. Uh, the Villapoto on Alessi, that completely changes their dynamic forever. Like, literally, would never flip back. Yeah. And that 05, I mean, I've, whatever, announced a bazillion motos and done a bazillion podium, podiums at Loretta's, but I will never forget. Interviewing Dunge when he wins the title, I had never heard of him, and I thought maybe he just wasn't on my radar. And he's like, "I can't believe I won every year. I was coming here, I was getting tense." And I'm like, "Wait, what?" And that class was loaded. It was like you, Stroop, yeah, Stroop, Canard, uh, Lemoyne, Cunningham. Yes. Um, so it's the most loaded class. The list goes and this on. This guy says, "I was getting tense my entire career, and I just beat all these guys." And I'm like, "Whoa, what?" And I will never forget how huge that was and then we know what dunge went on to do so it's amazing how these one race things here and there yeah have this long long shift in, that probably in was a, i mean as much as it was a shift for me one way it was probably even more for dunge the opposite way you know what i mean like because he really was yep. like super many days he was like yeah 10th place guy. yeah like yeah you know the, it yep. wasn't he wasn't Crazy. on the radar it was like Stroopy, um, Izzy, Cunningham, yep. Lemoyne. Um, there was, you know, right. eight guys a lot you of guys. thought of before you thought of Dunge, you know? Yeah. Yep. Um, Amazing how that happens. Lee at Reraceables. And then, yeah, Zach, as I've said, you've, at the comeback you did, and I believed in you on the Supercross, on the carburetor black YZ250F. That was when I got on board. That thing was sick. That thing was I'm sick. I'm not going to lie. Holy in suspension. Yeah. Still um, my, one of my favorite bikes of my career. Second moto, 2006 Buds. Zacco is uh, getting uh, intravenous fluids <laughs> pumped in him uh, while Michael Lessie leads, and he's leading the points at this point. Uh, I don't remember what happened early in the season to have Mike have the lead, but it was a pretty 20 points or so, it looks like. Uh, and RV is in fifth, and RV catches him, uh, does a beautiful square up in a turn, uh, cuts across the inside, and uh, yeah, takes out Mike's front wheel. Mike goes down. RV goes on to go 1-1 on the day. 
Um, and I, unless he's still leading the points when they leave Bud's Creek, but yeah, we go. We all know that RV goes on to win the title. This this. Uh, what was after Bud's Creek? Redbud. Uh, yeah, Redbud. Yeah. Uh, I I don't even think I I don't know what I did there. Uh, no, I I said it earlier. You went twenty sixth. Yeah, sick. Yeah, so that's uh, you went. Uh, your actual moto scores were uh, twenty five, twenty two. And Villapoto wins uh, Redbud too with a one two. Mike goes three one. So it starts to, the, like we said, that the tide starts to turn um, for the Villapoto Alessi thing at this race in the second moto. He punked him pretty hard, right? Like Mike kind of looked oh. back, and then RV gives him the business, and then he looks back like to almost to make sure he got it done. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah. Oh, it was good. He hit him hard. Um, yeah. So check that out. Brock Hepler goes 2-6. Josh Grant, 7-3. Uh, 450s this day. Carmichael goes 1-1. One, one. Is this... Shocking. Yeah, shocking. Uh, Chad Reed, 2-2. Two, two. Wyndham, 5-3. Millsaps gets third in the first moto. Then I think this is the kidney crash, isn't it? 06? This is when Millsaps does his uh, kidney in? No, no, no. no. Okay. No, All right. That was much okay. later. No. All right. Yep. Okay. So Tim Ferry, Moto Triple X, Honda, 7-7 on the day. Um, and, um, yeah, pretty pretty much uh, standard stuff at Bud's Creek. Uh, I gave you the iPad with the results. Yeah, no, I have it okay. on my phone. Sorry. Right. I thought I'd. Okay. A um, couple things for this one. Um, we'll get in our Lee at Reraceables categories right away. 34th place, 250 class. 114, Fort Dodge, Iowa. Yes. 37-32 each. Yes. We saw it. I think everybody saw it that day. It was oh, iconic for Alessi Villopoto, infamous for Zach Spade, and I think everybody that walked out of the fences that day remember, hey, did you see that guy 36th overall? Did you Justin see that guy? Brayton? Yeah. He had something. He, he really did. has yeah. something. Moto World Racing PPG rider, 114. Uh, Noted outdoor specialist yep. Justin Brayton. Yep, I do like sixth overall. I do like how we always talk about a rando rider in this race, as far as you know who who don't we know? And there's actually a Justin Rando who gets uh, thirty five forty on the day. <laughs> I know Justin Rando. Oh, you do? Yeah, he still races sometimes. Okay, well, normally well, Southwick. He's a northeastern. We guy. have a category that says who's that guy, yeah, and uh, it could be Justin Rando, but it's not going to be. But uh, Lee at Reraceables categories. Uh, let's get into it. Uh, who really won the race? It doesn't need to be the real winner, Zacho. It can be just somebody who really stood out and uh, and made the move. Uh, you were not one of those guys. I was guys. the opposite of yeah. that. Who really lost? Um, the race. I'm gonna go Ryan Villapoto. I say so of, too, just because of the mental yeah. shift there with mm-hmm. Mike and yep. The, the mainly because of the podium interview, he was just like, yeah, just cleaned him out because of all the <laughs> other shit he's done to me in my life or whatever. Weege, what do you think? Ah, uh, yeah, hundred percent. Can't can't say it better myself. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, normally we don't always pick the winner, but this one we do. Uh, that one, I mean, just, that was just a big moment, right? And now knowing 15 years later, mm-hmm. or what, 16 years later, how <clears throat> the way that those two things yeah. went, you know, yep. those two guys went, yep. like you're definitely going to well, go that moment. Again, I don't remember what happened, but Mike had a nice little points lead coming in and never, you know. Well, he got 16th in the first moto to RVs yeah. first, one. so yeah. that's, you yep. know. 20 points gone anyways. Um, okay, so who's that guy award for the Lee at Reraceables? Uh, thanks to Scott, Max is in Pro Taper as well. Zacho, you're a big Pro Taper guy. Yep, big Pro Taper L- guy. Pro Taper. Yes. Um, Small bar. No, changed my we, life. We can't talk about that because they don't make it for big bikes. Okay, big bike bars are awesome. Yeah, yeah, thank you. ProTaper.com. Um, so who's that guy? I'm going to go right behind a Bayville, New Jersey rider named Barry Karsten. Mm. In the 450 mm. class is a Ashley Waskob, 
and he gets 24. I remember actually watched number two. See, Zacho's yep. never going to. But I remember yeah, all these guys. Like, that's. Do you not have anybody that you don't know who they are? You have mm. no idea. In either class. So I'll go Ashley Washcob for me, 24th over, 24th in the second moto. Good job, Ashley Washcob. Jay Weller, he's uh, uh, one of Phil's buddies. I remember him well. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, was he New York, right? Was he yeah. New York or is he Michigan? Yeah. Bobby Garrison. Washcob is a... Uh, do you okay. know who that is? Yeah. Well, the, the idea is who's No, that I know, guy? but he's a standout. He was a good work starter, Bobby Garrison. Yes, yes, yes. yes okay, yes. I'm just saying. Like, All right, Weege, go ahead. Weege, who's, who's that guy? Waskob was uh, local from where I was at the time. Yeah, uh, PA, right? Okay. Yeah, Cernic, Cernic area rider. Um, 15 yeah, in the 450 class. Who's that? Number 15? Number 15? Yeah, P6. I think we all know who class. number 15. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I 7 7, Moto Triple X Honda. Oh, yeah, that's Tim um, Ferry, sorry. Yeah. Mike Fisher over there at Team Kawasaki looking at that 7-7 seven, seven mm-hmm. and going, maybe Timmy's got something left in the tank. Yep, yep. And thanks to the Michael maybe. Burns agent for asking for too much money. Uh, thank, yep. you, thank you as well, Bobby Nichols, for that. Um, uh, my my, who's that guy is, uh, where is it, 30th in the 250 class, Randall Everett, 28-27. He's a local Virginia Here we go. Here we, here we go. There it is. Zach knows. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like, that's he's a local. Okay, uh, okay. Southern That's Maryland. fine. Local to you or a Bud's Creek like was Bud's, Bud's Creek, Creek local? Track. No, he's a Bud's Creek local. So, gotcha. Is there anybody in either class? No, you... I can't find anyone that I don't know. Like that, I couldn't tell yeah, you their yeah. number or whatever. Okay. So you don't know any of these? You... Willie Toth. Yeah, I know. I raced Willie Toth my whole life. He okay. had a little brother named Garrett. <laughs> okay. His family owned a, a shop called West Shore Suzuki in Pennsylvania, right, Leach? or New Jersey? Okay. Sorry, okay. not Pennsylvania. I, you're, you're even beating me at this point. Yeah. I know <laughs> yeah. All these guys. Brian Gray. Okay, Hibbert, so Zacho cannot do the Who's That Guy Award for this podcast. Not not no. in this year. Right, right. right. I'm okay. sure there's some other years yeah, where I could, but right. like I said, I, I feel like I know more privateers than the uh, Shout out to T Dags, 32nd overall, 23 29 in uh, 250 class, 125s. So, um, all right. Uh, Lit Kid Award. Weege, what do you got? Uh,. Is it fair? Like, I really think Zach's Fox stuff always looked awesome. I oh, my God. That was going to be my pick. I swear to God. Right, no, that's fine. That's fine. I got another one. I think highly underrated in this era. Nate, Ram- Nate Ramsey's star uh. stuff, I think it looked awesome. So I'm going to go with that. My, well, I was going to add this whole lead in to, to Zacho's pick. Like, where, oh, where I saw this right. KTM uh, rider with orange and black stuff. <laughs> yeah. But I liked it. It looked good. And you were on TV for a long time with it, Zacho. Yeah. So. That particular day um, was like red and gray, the first moto. Mm-hmm. That stuff was cool. We had some stuff that really didn't match my bike, and I always wore the orange helmet, Yeah, and that was hard to match. Um, but that day, it all kind of was popping. Orange helmet, MXA guy? Well, was the, the guy who painted my helmets painted Alessi's helmets, the Axel Fast okay. Graphics, um, and they just loved that orange color because right. it was bright. and Okay. Uh, what what lit kit for you? Uh, I loved the Buku stuff, and I always just thought they were like super – clean looking team you know they always had the same kit and all that stuff i know it's terrible but okay um also the wbr stuff with the troy lee yeah they always yep. have good looking stuff uh we i don't know if you got a chance to rewatch this moto but uh yeah, first first moto first lap sean collier just cuts inside oh my of, god just cuts a tire off and pink pink calls it out hey, don't worry about that turn or something like it's unbelievable. What, what, he didn't, it's he, like two minutes into the moto. He doesn't get it's out of not shape. Not even two minutes. Yeah, into yeah. The moto. It's like ten turns into the moto. He doesn't get out yeah, of shape. Yeah. He doesn't like nothing happens. He yeah. just decides to go to the left of the tire. Being called yeah. it funny though. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, somebody should tell him this isn't uh, Thursday practice. Yeah. Glenn Helen. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's a good one. 
Sean Collier. It's unbelievable. I don't really yeah, folks, it's uh, you know where the start is now, everybody, at Bud's Creek. It's just like when they go past the announcer's tower. And the old left. finish line. Yeah, the old finish line. Oh, yeah, old finish line up the hill. He just... Yeah, so you're right. That's less than half a lap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A third of a lap. He just... Just cuss track. Just cuss track. Badly. <laughs> just cuss yeah. track. You guys like the old start or the new start? Well, hold on, Zach. I go back to the original start. Which was up the down hill. by the pond, right? Yeah, up the hill. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I just... I miss these tracks like Bud's Creek and like High Point. I get it. All the factors I, I understand from a business perspective. But I miss the the Bud's Creek off camber and the you know the long yeah. downhill in the back and the like Bradshaw Boulevard at High Point like those the, iconic things about the, the do, motocross the, tracks the 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 wall berm yeah yeah exactly right. and two minute and forty second lap times let's let's right. let's well, do it since Weege got put in charge of outdoors that stuff's all gone yeah pretty much <laughs> Weege's your yeah. fault yep uh, I uh, the day that Tim Ferry dominated Bud's Creek uh, was over on the other start on the other side of the hill so I'll go with that one as my favorite. So that was down past the middle pond where... Up on top. Keep going. Oh. It wasn't down in the middle. It was on the other side. Okay. I, I'll and have and to you look. could go right or left. You could go either way. They changed it, the track direction oh, a few times. Okay. But the day that Tim Ferry dominated, we went right. I knew that they had cha- they had ran it both ways, yeah. but uh, I've only ridden it the way that it is t- right. this week. Did you ever today. go when it was uphill start, the original start? I'm pretty sure... Um, uh, I was at the GP. I actually went to that GP in 99. I was one of like eight people that went. Oh, hey, yeah. Weege, I was saying I wish I would have went because my, my best friend, my best school friend went uh, as a kid, and I remember him coming back with a shirt, and I was like, dang it. Oh, um, yeah. But yeah, it was good. 250 only, right? It was just a 250 GP? Or there was 125 Yeah, but well. I, they ran. Uh, they did run another, you know, it didn't count for anything, but I think they had a class. I'm trying to remember who won that or what happened in mm. that. They usually run what they call support class just to, like, at least give the fans more than two hours of racing. Yeah. Uh, but I'm trying to remember what start they used. I mean, I was clueless. I had been to, like, two races in my life at that point. So, uh, right. no, it, I just looked it up. It had the start that we had in 06 by 99, the 06 start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 06 but- start was cool. I don't like the current start only because it's totally unfair. But I do have to admit, it is awesome to have a start that is in view of almost, you know, any spectator yeah area you can see the start i just wish they and i think they've done a little better job of making a little more fair than it was when they first changed it but it's obviously like if you're on the outside you're still dead yeah yeah i I hate hate yeah um all right next (laughs) next uh next next uh, category where's jt well actually this was jt's career best outdoor motocross uh ride uh eight six on the day for fifth overall Eight six for fifth is pretty, pretty lucky. Pretty lucky, but hey, fifth though. It, the, the you know stats are the stats. That's right. Uh, what were we talking about last night? Somebody from Glendale had some. Yeah, nine nine nine. Nine 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 for ninth. Yeah. Like that's J. If JT gets nine 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 right there, he gets thirty. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah, career best finish for Jason Thomas. Eight six on the day. He always liked Buds. Buds is his favorite track. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I like it. It's a good so, track. Um. Good job to JT. Uh, yeah. The Jacob Marsack Award is for the uh, guy who does the best at this race that you never remember, you never think about. It could be JT for fifth. He, he could be the winner of the Where's Jacob JT Mar- for the Jacob <laughs> He could be the winner of the Jacob Marsack Award because no one would probably remember that JT got fifth. And um, and perusing these results, I'm going to give it to JT. Go- I'm giving it to JT. He's- I'm going to go with Andrew McFarlane. Okay. Because at the time... He was 
pretty unknown. Like he wasn't much in 05, right? What what team was this? Uh, YOT. Kit? This is YOT, yeah, yeah. That that kit was sick too. The all blue stuff they wore fly um, that year. All blue, like baby blue mm-hmm. and dark blue. Yeah, it was it was clean. Okay. I'll go JT Jacob Marsak Award. Weech. Oh, Summy P eight. He's local to me. Yeah, right? it's hard to argue that one, the JT one. If we don't want to pick the same, I'm like, you know, Summy going nine nine for eighth in the four fifty class. That's pretty good. Um, I guess I would think of Summy as an almost borderline top ten guy. So I don't know if eighth is blowing my wig back, but I don't want to pick the same as you. So David Villeman, thirty six five on a privateer. <laughs> He's a privateer at this point. What? Well, uh, no, wow. he got fired. Well, he... he got fired from Buku or he left. Quit Buku. Oh, then, so then what? Who was riding? Was Moto he riding World. Moto World? Was it Moto World Yamaha? Were they taking him around though? I I I don't know if he was actually on yeah, the team. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. He had graphics. Yeah, he had that, graphics. Right? Wore no fear gear. Yep. All that stuff. That's why he likes McCarty because McCarty gave him a bike in his in his lowest moment. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Did he have any? Like, was that his last hurrah? Not really. No, right? he went to Factory Suzuki the next year. Yeah, but there wasn't much to speak of, really. No. No, and then he went to the GPs. He did a year for the GPs. Uh, he, but racing. Done. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Uh, that was a rough year. Right. So, um, all How about right. uh, Bobby Garrison, who I think was a works racer. Yep. Yeah. Goes 15-20 for 21st overall. First of all, that's terrible. 15-20, and he ends up 21st yeah. Yeah. overall. That's harsh. That's that, incredible. That's not good. Uh, I'll go with Bobby. He can, he can always say that he was points in two motos. All right, I got yeah. one. Other than McFarlane. Juice Lonsu. The juice oh, is Jim loose. Holly's guy. The yeah. juice is loose. The juice Rookie is of the loose. year. Mm, was the Rookie year before, year. right? Or no? Uh, because Alessi, they... Because they, when Alessi stood on Tedesco's bike, they stripped him in the AMA. Right, which was 05. They stripped him of Rookie of the Year. AMA penalties. <laughs> but there was one year where Juice was on the the um, Moto Sport team. Oh, he was? When he was better. 942, right? I thought it was always a triple X. Allen always, Jim Hawley always hooked it up with Allen. No, he yep. had a, he was on motorsport at one okay. time. All right. Uh, with, with Mark Johnson as team manager? I like Honda? Motorsport Honda? Motorsport Honda, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, the juice was insane. The juice was gnarly. Yeah, he was. Out of nowhere, too. Like, just yeah. never heard of him at GPs, uh, nothing. His, his wrist was just mush. Why? And he just kept, he broke it and stuff, and he just kept riding. He tried to ride Supercross, right? Yes. It went about that as well. That was the whole as, problem. It went yep. about as well as Cody Bryan Cooper. What? Cody. Cody, uh, Cody I obviously was really oh. close with Jim Holly at the time because we were doing the webcast, and uh, you know he was kind of Juice's guy. Yeah. See, yeah. this and, is the year. Okay. Motorsport uh, yeah, nine forty two. Okay. Uh, he broke his wrist almost immediately, and I remember Jim. Here's the thing about Jim: he's a crazy guy. We all know he's a crazy wild guy. He's a stuntman, all that. But I always say Jim has calculated risk, and he. Was saying he's like he wants to ride supercross he shouldn't do it all he's gonna do is get hurt all he's gonna do is get hurt and ruin himself and then he broke his wrist immediately and the wrist was never right and jim's like see never ride supercross just don't do it it won't work and it didn't so gotta respect <laughs> gotta respect the brutal honesty of jim holly yeah so is that why he quit or whatever like his wrist was jacked up i think his wrist was never right yeah yeah yep 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 it's funny how one like one little race topic like this can take you down yeah no that's why we like this. Oh, yeah. that's why we like it's this awesome. pod. Yeah, it's, it. it's a real fun podcast to do you need to do you yeah. need to go listen to ricky talking about 2007 orlando Remember, I, you were, you yeah were i that. suggested that one the other day but yeah. i didn't know you guys already done it that's in my mind this is going to be a very controversial opinion but that's mm-hmm. the greatest race in supercross history oh wow yeah <laughs> that is controversial yeah i don't care okay 
There you go, Weege. Greatest race in Supercross history. Wow. Wow. Name uh, a better one. There? Don't give me wait, Anaheim 85 or whatever it is. Was it? Well, yeah, I was there. Crash in practice, uh, going into that oh. berm after the triple. Pushed the front, oh, went to the hospital, all the stuff. Right. Came back to watch the night show. All right. Well, um, I think the greatest Supercross race was Summercross 99. What about you, Weech? Give me a real opinion, not this crap. Greatest race ever? Yeah. Oh, Atlanta 1990. No doubt. What? I've never seen this yep. one. Never. I've never heard that opinion, and I've never seen it, this race. You've never heard that oh, opinion? You're too no. young, Zacho. It's been talked about a lot. Well, I, I told yeah. Steve yesterday, we met a random guy on the trail uh, while we were biking, and he was talking to Steve uh, about all these old podcasts and stuff, and I said, I don't know... I love listening to the old guys like Dave Arnold and all those guys on the, on the podcast, but I don't know history pre ninety four. You said pre McGrath, yeah, pre McGrath. Yeah. Really, I, sure. I guess I could go back to like ninety five or ninety six, but really pre McGrath reign, I don't know as much as I should. Well, but past just that, go I'm watch really good. 90. Go watch a line of ninety. I watch it right now. But there's enough the big names where you at least have heard of all these dudes. And honestly, it's a totally different sport. I don't know why. The whole season was good, but none of the races were like this. It's literally like if every Supercross was like this, we'd all be billionaires. If every race was like every two laps, there was a new leader for 20 laps. Like that's the sport everybody wants, and we got it one one night. I mean, literally every two laps, a different guy was leading the race. And by just passing each other and some crashes, but it would look normal. I'm just like, why did this only happen one time? 250 main? totally repeatable. Yeah, 250 main. Okay. Uh, it's, it's all right. Well, 2006 yeah. Bud's Creek Lee at Reraceables, a race that changed Zach Osborne's life, not for the better. Yeah, I mean, well, like I said, okay, yeah, we never know. It, it could have gone worse, though, right? Like it could have been something completely different. So I, like I said, I wouldn't change it for anything at this yeah, point. Right. Uh, there's definitely plenty of times where I was like, yeah, that I'll never be uh, where I am now, you know. Yeah. But or like on a factory 450 team or. Factory 250 yeah, team, yeah. you know, there's yeah. been plenty of those moments, but I wouldn't change it. Like, uh, you know, who knows what the other way could look like. Phenomenal. Yeah. What a day. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening. Weege, anything else? I'm good. Thanks, thanks, boys. Thanks to Lee at ProTaper, Maxis, and Scott Goggles all on board with us. Zacho, thanks for the time. Thank you. I appreciate it. I enjoy this stuff, and um, I actually love looking back at names and stuff because it just like jogs yeah. more memories. And we'll do one down the road. This is our second one with you because we did Vegas yep. uh, 17. We'll do one down the road. We'll try to stump you with who's that guy. That's, that'll be our goal. You get, uh, pr like I said, well, definitely yeah. pre or post me starting my career. Can't do it. Yeah, I doubt you're going to do it. Well, like I'll challenge accepted. gear goggles, right. the full deal. Right. Pre me racing. Um, pre nineteen, pre two thousand, uh, you're gonna have a hard time. Okay. Uh, 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 yeah, pre two thousand, post two thousand, you're yeah. gonna have a hard time. Right. Pre two thousand, yep. I was nine years old. Like it could, you could get me. But, and you, but you don't remember Kelly Smith and Steve Mathis? <sighs> Four struggling. national, struggling, unbelievable, struggling. Well, I remember. I you. just remember Spud with the big number one. Oh, here we go. Man, okay, thing was all right. Sick. Thanks, Weege. Appreciate it. Thanks, Zacho. <laughs> <laughs> See ya.